Good evening and welcome. Let us join in our gathering song in the blue hymnal number 414, The King Shall Come When Morning Dawns. King shall come when morning dawn and light triumphant break when beauty gilds the eastern hill and life to joy awake not as of old a little child to suffer and to but crowned with glory like the sun that lights the morning skies. The King shall come when morning dawn and earth's dark night is past. Oh, haste the rising of that morn whose day In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. Mary, we give thanks as we light the second candle for your example of discipleship. In a time when the world seems incapable of peace, you sought and found peace in your relationship with God, your Father. You lived as an oppressed person in your own land. You grew up with daily hunger and violence. Yet you held on to the hope that the Messiah would bring peace to the world. Help us to be people of hope, people who know deep in our hearts that your Son will bring peace to the world. Teach us that peace must come from our willingness to learn how to let division and hurt be surrounded by the love of Christ. Help us be disciples who live and breathe peace. Amen. Amen. To help us enter into this sacred mystery of the love, mercy, and life of God Almighty, let's just pause for a moment and call to mind those times in our lives where we did not live in love, where we did not offer forgiveness, and where we did not live well as beautiful children of God. And for these times, let us just open ourselves up more so to God's healing and consoling mercy and compassion. Lord Jesus, bring your healing power to our minds, our bodies, and our spirit. Kyrie eleison. Kyrie eleison. Lord Jesus, help us to prepare for the solemnity of your birth. Christ, 
Kyrie, excuse me, Christe eleison. Christe eleison. Lord Jesus, you sit at the right hand of the Father. Bring us your salvation. Kyrie eleison. Kyrie eleison. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, may no earthly undertaking hinder those who set out in haste to meet your Son, but may our learning of heavenly wisdom gain us admittance to his company who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Please now be seated for readings from sacred scripture. A reading from the book of the prophet Baruch. Jerusalem, take off your robe of mourning and misery. Put on the splendor of glory that comes from God forever. Wrapped in the cloak of the justice from God, bear your head, bear on your head the mitre that displays the glory of the eternal name. For God will show all the earth your splendor. You will be named by God forever the peace of justice, the glory of God's worship. Up, Jerusalem, stand upon the heights, look to the east and see your children gathered from the east and the west at the word of the Holy One, rejoicing that they are remembered by God. Led away on foot their enemies, they left you, but God will bring them back to you, born aloft in glory as on royal thrones. For God has commanded that every mountain be made low and that the age-old depths and gorges be filled to level ground, that Israel may advance secure in the glory of the Lord. The forests and every fragrant kind of tree have overshadowed Israel at God's command. For God is leading Israel in joy by the light of his glory, with his mercy and justice for company. The word of the Lord. done great things for us 
we are filled with joy. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. When the Lord brought back the exiles of Zion, we thought we were dreaming. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, on our tongues songs of joy. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. Then the nations themselves said, what great deeds the Lord worked for them. What great deeds the Lord worked for us. Indeed, we were glad. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. Bring back our exiles, O Lord, as streams in the south. Those are sowing in tears will sing when they reap. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. They go out, they go out full of tears, bearing seed for the sowing. They come back with a song, bearing their sheaves. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, I pray always with joy in my every prayer for all of you because of your partnership for the gospel from the first day until now. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work in you will continue to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. God is my witness. How long for you, all of you, with the affection I have prayed for Christ. And this is my prayer that your love may increase ever more and more in knowledge and every kind of perception, to discern what is of value so that you may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ.
filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ for the glory and praise of God. The word of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. All flesh shall see the salvation of our God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius, Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea and Herod was tetrarch of Galilee and his brother Philip tetrarch of the region of Etheria and Tachyconus and Lysanthus, Lysanias was tetrarch of Abilene. During the high priesthood of Ananias and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the desert. John went through the whole region of the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The winding roads shall be made straight and the rough ways made smooth and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of the Lord. First off, we have so many good, good people here at our parish of Mary, Queen of Peace, and our entire community, really. We have so many good people here. Praise God. And I have experienced and felt the support and compassion and outreach of so many of you in this recent week. As some of you may know, my, my father died after the day after or the morning after Thanksgiving, and uh, we buried him on Wednesday. And the whole family is we're still processing and grieving his loss, and we're still, if we can't recover from from uh, the, the difficulties of this many months of his dying, but also the difficulty of this recent week of saying goodbye and, uh, and commending him 
to God's mercy and compassion and to help me during this entire time. You all, our parish family, really stepped up and prayed for me, prayed for my dad and my entire family and, and for all of us. So thank you. I just want to express my appreciation, my gratitude, and my prayers of praise to God for you, uh, for all of you that you do. You're just good, good people. And I hope you all know that. Praise God. Today, when we, uh, the readings, we are reminded uh, of, the, of the meaning, one of the meanings and significance of Advent. What are we doing here in Advent? Advent, really, an anticipation, a preparation for the coming of Jesus Christ in history, for the coming of Jesus Christ in mystery, and the coming of Jesus Christ in majesty. Think about those three words, history, mystery, and majesty. That's what we're really engaging in. It's all in one, though. The entering of into our history by God Almighty, entering into our humanity, being born among us, Jesus Christ, born in Bethlehem. Entering into our history. And it's history, it's not myth, it's not a story. And that's why, I'm not sure if many of us know this, that's why we, when we profess our faith with the Apostles' Creed, as well as the Nicene Creed. We, we specify someone historical. Why? We specify their name who is a historical person because we want to tie down Jesus and his life and his gospel into history. And that's why we reference in the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed Pontius Pilate. It's one of the reasons, and that's one of the reasons why we have here in the gospel message, or the gospel being proclaimed in the, in the very first days, in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar. You're telling the people listening to the gospel of Luke, when did this occur? Okay, it occurred in time, in recorded human history, referencing Tiberius Caesar, and then Pontius Pilate, who was the governor of Judea, and Herod the Tetrarch of Galilee. Again, naming people personally, historical figures to tie down the historicity of our salvation. So when we now speak about it 2,000 years later, we don't have to say to one another, oh, what, when did Jesus come? When did he live? When did he walk this earth? When did he die on the cross? We don't say to some, one another, oh, a, a long, long time ago in a, in a land far, far away. No, we say 2,000 years ago in Palestine. Jesus, God Almighty, was born among us, entered into our humanity in Bethlehem, in history. And then, now let's look at the, the last one, majesty. God entering into, coming, advent is a fancy word for coming. Who's coming? God into our history and in majesty, referencing that God did not only come to enter into our humanity, but he came to raise us up into life eternal. And what we celebrate in Advent is our anticipation, not only of Jesus coming in history, but our anticipation of Jesus coming in majesty, restoring life, restoring order and justice to God's creation. Listen in the first lines of the prophet Baruch, just so you know the context here. Baruch 
is a, is a scribe in ancient Israel, and he became known for his meditations, his reflections on the promises of Isaiah, which, which promised that the people Israel, even though they were in captivity, would experience redemption, would experience vindication and restoration into Jerusalem. And Baruch is reflecting upon that with poetry. And he's personalizing the people Israel. More specifically, he's personalizing Jerusalem and making it a person. Listen, Jerusalem, as if Jerusalem's a person. Take off your robe of mourning and misery and put on the splendor of the glory of God forever. It's a simple prophecy, a simple meditation on the reality that God entered into our misery to raise us up into majesty. And that's what we look forward to in Advent. And then the final reality that Jesus comes in mystery, the, the center part. Again, he comes in history and he comes in majesty, but he also comes in mystery. And what does that mean? in our Catholic faith. Mystery meaning Jesus comes in each one of us. He lives in each one of us. And in this time, between the history or part of the history and until the majesty, Jesus is being manifest in and through each and every one of us. That's what we are preparing for. That's what we are anticipating. And that's what we are supposed to be growing into our likeness of Jesus. And those are the pathways that the Messiah has made straight. Those are the mountains that the Messiah has brought low. Those are the depths that the Messiah has made level. And what is that path? that the Messiah has made straight, level, and even the path to Calvary. Because Calvary is not just what we think it is, is punishment or misery. Calvary is love, mercy, and total and unconditional abandonment to the Father. And that is what we are growing into, love, mercy, and total communion with God our Father in Jesus Christ, through Jesus Christ, and with Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's what the season of Advent is for all of us. A time to prepare, anticipate, celebrate, and live fully. Jesus Christ entering into our history, entering into our mystery, and anticipating Jesus Christ entering into and bringing us into majesty. Let us now stand and profess our faith using the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, 
and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us now turn to our loving Father as his beautiful children who are growing into the likeness of his Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ, and with love and mercy and total connection, union with our Father. Let us ask him to hear our prayer by responding, Lord, hear our prayer. For an increase in the commitment of the whole church to mercy, justice, and peace, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For an increase in wisdom and compassion for Pope Francis, all bishops, and all pastors, church leaders, and catechists, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For an increase in connection for all of the homebound and those who feel estranged from their communities of faith, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We go forth for an end to the practice of the death penalty and all forms of torture, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. <laughs> For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Robert Bonzak, Joseph Hovenek, Mary Ann McCorrick, uh, Joseph Prazer, and William Patrick Strong, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We remember today the Teshkilki and Hade families and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our heart. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. If you could join me in our prayer for unity in the bulletin. We raise our voices to Mary, Queen of Peace, our mother, and to her most glorious son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit, and living our covenant. Amen. Please be seated for the preparation of the altar and the celebration of the Eucharist. And let us join our voices in number 416. A voice cries out.
and so my people, the ones dear to me, speak to the heart of Jerusalem. The time of your mourning is ended now. The Lord of life will come. A voice cries out in the wilderness, Prepare a way for the Lord. A voice cries out in the wilderness, Make straight a highway for God. Every valley is made a plain, Every mountain is leveled, the glory of God shall then be revealed, and the nations will sing in praise. A voice cries out in the wilderness, prepare a way for the Lord. A voice cries out in the wilderness, make straight a highway for God. The voice shouts cry, oh what shall I cry? All flesh is like grass and its flowers. The grass may wither, the flowers may fade, but the word of the Lord is forever. A voice cries out in the wilderness, prepare a way for the Lord. A voice cries out in the wilderness, make straight a highway for God. Zion shout from the mountain top. Lift up your voice, O Jerusalem, and say to the people of God's own land, Behold, behold your God. A voice cries out in the wilderness, Prepare a way for the Lord. A voice cries out in the wilderness, make straight a highway for God. Pray that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Be pleased, O Lord, with our humble prayers and offerings. And since we have no merits to plead our cause, come, we pray, to our rescue with the protection of your mercy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, 
through Christ our Lord. Amen. For he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago and opened for us the way to eternal salvation that when he comes again in glory and majesty and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which now we dare to hope. And so with all the angels and saints gathered with us here and now, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, and all the clergy. 
Remember also our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God and our Mother, the Queen of Peace, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. 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 At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now together joyfully dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, the glory, are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. Peace be with you. Peace. Peace be with you. Peace. 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 Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ.
For those unable to be with us physically, we now pray a prayer for them of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Amen. For the distribution of Holy Communion, please form two single file lines. Once Deacon Bob and I disinfect our hands, we'll meet you at the base of the steps. We'll be right there.
a few announcements this evening. Join the children and family ministry community this Sunday after the 9 a.m. Mass. Deacon Frank will give a tour of St. Adelbert Church to explain sacred objects, statues, and other points of interest. Please join us also on this Sunday at St. Adelbert Church for benediction and adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. The Blessed Sacrament will be exposed for adoration in the sanctuary for in person and also live streamed on your YouTube channel. Wednesday, December 8, is the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. There will be a 10 a.m. Mass at St. Adelbert Church and a 7 p.m. Mass at St. Mary of the Mount Church. The 7 p.m. Mass will be interpreted. In this week's bulletin, under the Taste and See column, we are sharing information about the roles you may feel called to within our hospitality ministry. There are still care bags available in the back of the church. Please take one as you are leaving Mass and give to someone you encounter who may benefit from the items inside. The red bags are specifically for females. All other bags are gender neutral. Let us stand and pray. Replenished by the food of spiritual nourishment, we humbly beseech you, O Lord, that through our partaking in this most sacred mystery, you may teach us to judge wisely the things of earth and to hold firm to the things of heaven. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord with your life. Thanks be to God. And let us continue on our way with number 409. People look east. People look east, the time is near of the crowning of the year. Make your house fair as you are able. Trim the hearth and set the table. People look east and sing today. Love the guest is on the way. Furrows be glad, the worth is bare. One more seed is planted there. Give up your strength, the seed to nourish, that in course the flower may flourish. People look east and sing today. Love, the rose is on the way. 